Welcome to the No BS Short-Term Rental Podcast, an unfiltered look into the global vacation and short-term rental industry. I'm Mateo Bradford. And I'm John Stokinger. And this is our podcast. We bring the right people to the table at the right time, giving you an inside view and take on the short-term rental industry like no other podcast can. This season of the No BS Pod is proudly brought to you by our friends Beyond and Costco. Beyond offers you the tools you need to get, grow, and optimize your revenue. And Casago's best-in-class tech streamlines operations for the local traditional vacation rental management company, making them the local heroes with a global presence. Our podcast is not possible without the generosity of our sponsors. Make sure to check out their exclusive offers specifically geared for our No BS listeners. Monteo, how are you? Brother, I am fantastic. How are you? Good, good. Hey, we, uh, we're on a tight schedule today, uh, overbooked um, myself and therefore. My, <laughs> Nobody would know that, John. Well, you know, I, I'm brutally honest, but. I know, that's why it's no BS, right? I got it. Episode 10, we're going to jump right in. We have a Ooh, great guest. Uh, I'm cool super guy. stoked to, to learn about his uh, coming into age um, and coming into this space. So we're joined today by uh, Alexander Shapiro, co-founder and CEO of canmonkey.com. Hey, thanks for joining us, man. Welcome Thank to you show. for having me, guys. This is awesome. I'm really, uh, like I said, I've been hearing about your guys' podcast. I, I you know, appreciate the opportunity to be here and uh, looking forward to it. I mean, let's dive into it. No one really talks. I mean, we talk a lot of trash um, <laughs> on, on this pod, but it seems like, you know, I, I want to talk about how you got into the space, but like, it seems like such a no brainer to be able to offer this service. And I want to learn about this and I'll learn about, you know, what, what you, you know, some of your funny things you discovered. I, I was, I was going through your social and I was like, oh shit, this is hilarious. But you know, how do you go is, you know what? I think it's a great idea that we go ahead and, and, and fix this problem. You know, like how did you stumble into the space? Absolutely. Great question. I mean, we, uh, came monkey started in 2017, um, in Scottsdale, Arizona, specialized, uh, specializing just for the homeowners in our, Ritzy areas. Uh, the first year or so after being in business, just wasn't really hitting um, as much as my my partner thought it was going to be uh, hitting homeowners. Just from that idea of it being a new idea of someone going in your backyard, taking your cans to the curb, like why would I need that service? I can do it myself. I've been to it myself. No one has that service. Just been like one of those. I'm just putting the back burner. I don't need it. Thank you. Funny. Awesome. And then what happened is my background was in uh, real estate. I was a title and escrow uh, executive, and I was working in the investor world. And one of my investors who had a lot of a lot of long term rentals was talking about STRs in 2018. I was like, "What the hell's an STR?" <laughs> and he's like, "A, a short term rental." I was like, "What's well, a short term rental?" He goes, "An Airbnb." I was like, oh, "Okay." He's like, "I just got these 20 properties that you know have issues with the trash can." And I was like, what issues with the trash can? Because I can't take the trash cans to the curb. You know, I have 20 properties I got to go to every, you know, you tell me the whole schedule. And I, I remembered Cam Monkey because uh, I wasn't a, a, I wasn't a partner in it yet. It was just my my friend's business that was just kind of just there for homeowners in one area. And I was like, holy crap, if there is a company that would take your trash cans to the curb for you and back, would you pay? And I think the service at the time was 35. And I said, would you pay $50 a month? I was thinking I could make some money every month and, you know, um, leverage it. And he's like, dude, I'd pay $100. That's the service I needed. And a light bulb just went off. I went to now my business partner and said, hey, I think you should change your business model around a little bit. I think we should go after STRs. And he's like, what's that? So it was a <laughs> while for us to kind of change the business model, even though we we're still servicing homes. 
Um, it took a while because in his mindset, my my founder, he was really stuck for homeowners. Homeowners needed this. And even though we have added a lot of homeowners over the last five years, short-term rentals really, really need it. And as much as you have your own uh, company, you're managing your own team, you think you have everything dialed in, but really what happens is trash is one of the things that never stops. And so whether you think that your cleaner is going to take the can out and your guest is going to take it back, at, at best, you're 50% accurate. And what we do at Can Monkey is we assure that your cans will always be empty, whether it's us taking the cans to the curb and the city empties them for you or on-demand junk removal service that we have as an extra service that, for example, say it's Thursday, the cans get emptied. It's Sunday, your guests leave, new guests arriving. What are you going to do with that extra trash that just left from your last guest? You can't call the city to do it. You're going to call 1-800-JUNK. They're going to charge you you know, 150 just to go out there for a shoebox. We figured out this other niche where we're going to get the emptied out the trash cans before the city comes at starting at $49. So we kept all of our prices under $50, right at $49, whether it's the monthly subscription for our prices for our mm-hmm. camp the curb or us going to your property and removing one trash can. You know what I love about this? Bro. I there's a lot I love about this, yeah. um, but from an advocacy standpoint and from a you know dealing like this is one of the top complaints. These this is one of the things that municipalities bitch mm. about, and it's like a leverage. Well, they make so much trash, and it's such a waste, and they're they're not following the guidelines of the community of the development of the municipality. You know what they're you know these short term rentals are writing their own rules. And th- we're not, we're not going to accept this. This is, this is fucked up, but now you're going to be able to come in and you're going to offer a service that takes this out of the hands, out of this, like, it's something that property managers have having to deal with and think about all the time mm-hmm. because you're, they're want is, wanting and needing to stay on the good graces of government. And this is no longer an issue. I, I see why there was a need and I, I, I super fucking smart. I, I see the need on the other side of it also. Like, I would totally pay this for you to pick up my mom's trash can so yes. my mom doesn't have to walk the trash to the curb. Like, yep. she's in her 70s, like, and it's something she absolutely doesn't need to do. That's a service I would absolutely pay for. That's cra- I, I think that's a, a great, I, I think it's great, and I think it's affordable. Yeah. Um, and even in the in the SCR realm, I definitely think there's a, a a market for it outside of it as well, man. So I wish you success there. One of the things I do want to pick on you about is you said you're in real estate, right? Yeah. But you didn't know that you were living in an STR mecca, as you said. So let's talk about your journey, man, and, and really transitioning into this space. Like uh, we were having a spirited kind of conversation around that before uh, yeah. before we had record, and I. I, I think it's interesting. It's always because John and I would talk to everyone and no one was like, oh, I woke up and I want to re- I wanted to work in vacation rentals and short term rentals. And you have identified a niche in, in this space and are, are maximizing on it. Yeah. So really talk about what that early journey was like and you know, when you realized you were already sitting in the gold mine. Absolutely. Well, so like I said, my background was title and escrow. So from 22 to 32, my all my formative years of business was just working for these large companies that were Fortune 500 companies. Uh, you know, cash flow already flowing. I got to you know learn about business and how it works at the, the highest level. And so when I partnered with my my co my my founder Mark at Cam Monkey, I got to take all these you know these ideas of how to run this huge business, but I never knew how to run like a a, a small side hustle, um, you know, startup. And so that was one of the biggest issues for me. But what had happened is that we just did it. You know, we, we just started. My philosophy was always, you know, one property, one property, one property. We'll, we'll get there. 
I had other business going on. I never got rid of, you know, out of the real estate until, you know, basically until the pandemic happened. You know, it was, uh, I got laid off uh, May, May 20th uh, in 2020. And I had a chance to go take my skills and go back and title and escrow and, and make the money that I knew I could make. Or I said, no, screw this. I can build a company that I've already. And it was at that point where we had less than 500 homes of Cam Monkey. Um, but it was at the point where I was like, okay, we just had just got turnkey as a client. It was one of our first large wow. clients in time. And, you know, we had 80 properties with turnkey. And that was kind of the biggest, you know, aha moment where it was like, holy crap. Instead of going after one person and getting one house, I can go after one person and get 80 homes. And then, you know, we, we scaled and our goal was to get to uh, 500 homes. Our goal was to get to 1,000 homes. And I was thinking, okay, how do we do this in Scottsdale? You know, I can do this in Scottsdale, look at the air DNA, DNA you know, metrics, look at all we have. But then the thought process was like, look, if I'm in Scottsdale and I'm completing routes in Avondale, which is 50 miles away from my house, I'm not going to Avondale. Why couldn't I do another market like Park City? Yeah. And so that's when my thought process started going out where, hey, if I can reach out to, you know, my contact, at, you know, at Turnkey here in Scottsdale, what if they have a counterpart in Park City? Well, who else do I know in Park City? So what took me two years to get to 100 properties in Scottsdale took me, you know, five phone calls to get over 150 properties in Park City just by making those connections and, and leveraging my relationships, which is what I took from my yeah. business consulting background. So once I figured out that we had something here in Scottsdale and figure out how to build a route uh, efficiently, effectively, how to get can runners to do our routes, what made them happy after we did our, you know, uh, research and development as you would in the mecca of the short-term rental, it then gave me enough confidence to said, look, if I can do that here with this many properties, I can do that over here with this many properties. I, I love this. You know, two questions for you. Uh, how many, how many uh, properties do you have right now? We're managing over 2,000 properties right now in, uh, seven, in seven states and over 25 markets. Awesome. Oh, wow, that's impressive, man. Have you spent hours determining what rate you should charge at your short-term rental property? Of course you have. This is a huge part of the vacation rental business, and it can be tricky knowing if your place is on par with other properties in the area. But now you don't have to wonder, you don't have to worry. And that's because it's so much easier pricing out your properties with Beyond Pricing. Here's how it works. Beyond uses a dynamic pricing tool along with in-depth market research to make sure your property gets valued exactly how it should be. They take dozens of factors into account, including your property's location, other rental rates in the area, any amenities on your property, nearby attractions, all of the things that most of us just wouldn't think about when pricing our own properties. That way you don't miss out on profits and your guests feel confident in the rate that they're paying so they come back again and again and again. That's a win-win and it gets even better. Beyond's platform is easy to use so you can save time and think about other areas of your business or enjoy your free time a little more now that you won't be stressing out about the rate you're charging. There's a reason why hundreds of single and multi-property owners trust Beyond's platform to determine what they should charge their guests. Beyond is dedicated to the short-term rental community. It's where their business was born and it's where they intend to stay. Don't wait, get the profits you deserve. Go to gobeyondpricing.com forward slash no dash BS for a free portfolio assessment and a $30 credit when you sign up. That's G-O-B-E-Y-O-N-D-P-R-I-C-I-N-G forward slash N-O dash B-S. Thanks for listening. And now let's get back to the episode. So you got your sights on another market. Mm -hmm. you, you go ahead and you got, you know, you have a hundred, you know, 200 homes of, are like, yes, we'll go ahead and we'll get 200 properties in X market. So, I mean, logistics wise, it's not as simple as like a boots on the ground. There's equipment there. Right. Um, it, it looks, 
are there special candidates? I don't know. Uh, you know, there's some different things that are involved in, in making this happen. It's not as simple as like, hey, we've got these people to sign up. Right. You are you aren't necessarily SaaS. There's a SaaS aspect to it. It makes it easy. But, you know, you're coming in and you're you're offering logistics. So what we're creating right now is we're creating our own application of where we not going to be a SaaS company, but where we're building our own application. When we look at people, when people look at our business and see what we're doing, they're saying, how are you using these off the shelf market, you know, apps? We're using Slack. We're using a company called Road Warrior. They're not ours. We're just paying a third party company and doing this. So um, and to your point, we're. I'm kind of like Uber in the aspect of I don't own any cars. I don't own any, you know, homes of Airbnb. I, I get the properties. They come on as a subscription. I wrap the properties and I find can runners to do the routes for me. I built them in a route where it would be like a pool route where you have 10 to 15 stops that you're completing within an hour. You know, I give you probably two hours, three hours worth of routes of what you're looking to get. Um, you, you're in that gig economy. So as much as I'm in the short term rental industry, a whole another division I'm in is called the gig economy. Where my other clients are Uber Eats, Uber, Grubhub drivers who are working right. to get to the curb. So I'm in the short-term rental industry and then the gig, uh, gig economy. So I have two awesome. I have the clients that are- You don't necessarily need to have a, a truck or anything because they're just going ahead and bringing stuff to the work. To the, they're bringing the cans to the curb. So like and then, Uber- yeah. And when you get large enough in, say, said market, that's when you go ahead and be like, all right, now we're able to go ahead and offer these these a la carte services or these services that are between stays like, a, you know, and then you can go ahead and get a truck or, you know, a special like in that in that market. We've had a lot of good partnerships. You'd be surprised at what we've been doing. We don't own anything. I mean, we've been able to make really good partnerships. We have a partnership with a uh, jump removal company who's in three states that we're in. So we refer all of our business out to them. We also have different, we're, we're a vacation rentals trash solutions. So we are the trash to curb service, which is our main thing, but we're a trash solutions. So if I'm talking to you right now and you're like, look, I got eight properties um, that you know have issues with trash. Uh, I just want you to empty the trash cans on Mondays every week and the city will come on Fridays. I'll do that for you. That's not trash to curb. That's a trash solutions that now I'm going to bring provide you a price and provide you the end solution every week. So you don't have to worry about it. And maybe a different price than what we had talked about, but there's, I hate the word no. I'll never tell you no. If you tell me what your problem is, I'll give you a solution. Um, yeah, I want, I want one of your hats. Yeah. Oh, you got it, man. I'll give you right, a hat. You didn't tell me no. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I got it. <laughs> so I, I, I love that concept, man. I think in it's only number one, because I can identify with the service and I would use it, right? Like, you know, I just moved, John knows literally last week, I just moved my mom into a little ADU. Yeah. And the one thing I'm worried about is her taking the trash out and like having it, you know, her mobility is not great. If somebody could come do that for her, that would be awesome. Right. Thought, like, and, and to your point, that's a huge, so that's a huge market that now we're getting into without yeah. even trying to, because it's the elderly, it's disabled, yeah. it's people who are getting sick. It's people who just yeah. had cancer. It's people who had their tibula yeah. you know, broken and now they don't have anyone out. It's their grandson that just went to college. It's, it's, it's all these things that you just don't think about until you, it's that, oh my gosh, there's a company that can help my mom. And it's one of those things that it's just getting the need out there that, you know, we have a really good relationship with these short-term rental Airbnb properties that we can get these, you know, large amounts to get into a new market. But once we get into that new market, it's the people like your mom right there that we want to go after. It's the community. It's the, you know, the local football team that, you know, it's the link local single moms. It's, it's all those people that we get into and get really integrated and, and, and granular. Once we're in the market, the short-term rental, it helps us get into that new market. And then once we're in there, 
Now we spread our, you know, we do what we did in Phoenix, where we have now the city of Scottsdale calls us because there's no other company that does what we do. So if someone calls the city of Scottsdale and says, I need this service, they say, go to Can Monkey. They might say Trash Monkey. They might say Monkey Trash. They don't know exactly what it is, yeah. but they know it's Can Monkey. It's like, bigger to get to you, though. Right. It's so it's one of those. And the same thing in Panama City. We're helping Panama City right now with with their, you know, uh, trash needs. So here we are in Scottsdale and in Panama City helping two cities out. So back to your point earlier, mm-hmm. you know, helping out with the community. It's not even just the community and the cities that we're helping out. It's also, you know, like I said, I, I go even granular. It's the neighbors next to the Airbnbs. They don't want to see the trash can. They're the ones that call the city. So as long as I can get really onto the streets and make sure the streets are clean, whether it's no trash bags left at the, you know, at the street, make sure the curb yeah. cans are back out at the curb, whatever it is, as as Our as it sounds. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Casago. And we John, you mean Casago. No, I meant Casago. John, that's not how you say it. You gotta get our sponsor's name right, man. Anyway, as I was saying before I got cut off, this episode is brought to you by Casago. And if you haven't heard of them, then here's the deal. Casago helps bring the biggest tech and strategy to the local operators so they can take on the big players. Casago's franchise model really does streamline the operations of the local and traditional vacation rental management company making them the local heroes with a global presence. And the industry changing as much as it has, Casago's not only bringing these high-powered tools to the local operators, but they're also creating something even more powerful by making sure everyone is in the community and constantly learning from different markets and operators. We tell you this because they've joined us to get this exclusive offer just for checking them out a little bit more. Go to casago.com forward slash no BS. That is C-A-S-A-G-O dot C-O-M forward slash N-O-B-S to book your discovery call. What's included, you ask? A review of your business operation expenses to identify where you can save money, information on how to partner with Casago or Casago to scale your company, and a free $100 Amazon gift card for attending their one-hour discovery call. Now let's get back to the pod. So it's Casago. No, no, it's for sure Casago. You have no idea what you're talking about. It's Casago. No, dude, you're wrong. You're wrong. Whatever. Let's get back to the business. How does uh, the neighbor of the short-term rental know that it's it's Can Monkey taking care of this, or how does the vacation? You know the you know because I think that would be important to help. Yeah. Word. Um, like how, how is, how are you marketing this other than, you know, pretty creative? Uh, I think I've seen some in- interesting billboards. Yeah, yeah, we do. We have some billboards out there. We have, um, some stickers on the cans. I just say canmonkey.com just kind of, you know, help our can runners know which cans they're going to, and then also let neighbors know the service. A lot of our, some of our clients will reach out to their guests and offer the service, not all of them, but we have had some offer our service to the guests and the guests loved it, you know, so giving freebies to the guests, um, of our service. And I think one of our clients that had done this, they have a higher uh, properties, uh, higher end properties. So I think, you know, $50 to them is not really you know much to keep their neighbors happy. Um, so that's one example that someone has done is pay for the service to their neighbors. Or um, it's just, at the end of the day, if a neighbor hears about, you know, um, a, a, their neighbor with the Airbnb and there's trash, they're probably not going to call Cam Monkey. But if they did, you know, we'd take care of it for them. But really, we let the owner or the the, the manager know about our service. They obviously know our service. They let the, the guests know our service. So, you know, we'll we'll take the cans to the curb and we'll get a, a we'll get a question from our can runner. So, like, hey, the guests, you know, said that they want to, they'll ask us about the trash, and it's like. It's, right. 
so some sometimes they'd let their guests know that we are the trash people because our our can runners will be like they came to me for all these questions about the trash i'm like okay it's cool like we'll respond back to them right there's some, there are some guests that are there's some owners that will pass that on to their guests and say look anything trash call this company and we do appreciate that because it's attached to their their property um if we don't know who's calling us you know and they're saying hey can you just come remove this trash can we'll look it up the address if it makes sense we'll you know call the client but we try to do whatever we can be proactive I'm more on like taking the trash, always taking the trash gone and then like figuring it out later. Cause there's been times where there's been mistakes, whether we get to the property and then, you know, say the gate's locked. Um, they changed the code on the lock. We can't get to there now. So now we left without the gates, you know, without the cans being taken to the curb. If they call us and said, I need to just remove, then we're looking into seeing whose fault it is, you know, whether who locked it, it could we get in, is there easy access? We'll go and remove the trash for you as soon as possible. If there's a charge later that isn't our fault, we'll worry about that later. But our main goal is to always make sure that trash can is empty. We don't want your neighbors to have issues. Yeah. And we'll well, do that. You got critters and you got all sorts of yeah. stuff. Yeah. There's yeah. so many, so many things. I mean, and, and while we expand into these new markets, I mean, uh, Big Bear uh, area, you know, Tahoe, like they have big bear issues. You know, where we're at in Sedona has Havelina issues. There's like raccoon issues in other markets. So like, there's things that we learn to get like bungee cords to help keep the, like there's little idiosyncrasies in each market. So when people call us and they're like, well, we have this issue, we've heard about it. And then here's our solution. Like, that's amazing. Thank you. Like, so we just try to go above and beyond because at the end of the day, it's not sexy. You know what we're doing, taking the cans to the curb and back, but as long as we can make it as easy and, and, and possible. It's, it's sexy. It's hella sexy. Like, I mean, it's an orchestra putting all that stuff together, man. Um, and you know, to have 2000 properties across as many states, you know, that's you know, kudos to you for that. And, that. you know, one of the things that we always talk about in our business and everyone's always talking about scaling business, right. And how they scale their business and grow. Talk to us a little bit about how you got there, man. Like, um, what were some of the biggest challenges you faced, you know, when you're scaling and like opening a new market? Cause it's one thing I'll say, like I, I, you're, you're a service business, right. And, and you can tell that there's deliberate, you know, attention to relationships. You said it earlier that, you know, it's one of the things that you bring in as a fellow partnership and relationship person. Like, I think that mends well with hospitality, right? Because at the end of the day, you're an extension of that service. Absolutely. Extension of, of hospitality and, and seeing kind of how you calculate and deal with things. It's the same way that managers deal with pleasing guests and, and making a guest experience that, you know, will get them repeat customers. Right. Um, so no. talk to us. I, I love that question. I mean, I, the the good and bad thing about me is I, I call myself a delusionally optimistic person. It's a DO doer. I'm a doer. So I'm the guy that's going to run through the wall and then we'll figure out how to fix the drywall later. My business partner, though, he's the guy that crosses the I's, you know, <laughs> or dots the I's, crosses the T's. Entrepreneurship is jumping off the cliff, building the airplane while you're falling. That's me. And he's the one like, well, wait, 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 I don't have all the parts yet. So we're a perfect, you know, combination. So when we were expanding into these new markets, it was me being the delusionally optimistic person saying, we can do it. It's going to work. Don't worry. And taking that initial step and making it work. I mean, the first market we went into outside of Park City was Austin, Texas, uh, three years ago, and we failed. It wasn't necessarily that we failed. I, I say that, you know, with the learning lesson, it was definitely you know, made some mistakes, but we were a little bit too eager. We didn't, we took yeah. what we thought we knew, but what we did from that point is we made sure we, we, we tweaked it, we pivoted. And so when we went into the next market, Park City, it's been beautiful, never, you know, got out of there. And every market we've gone into since Austin, that first one. And we're back in Austin now, but ever since that, we took those rules and, and those lessons that we learned and, and reapplied them. So 
when we, we look at making sure we have, you know, a good partner that has enough properties. And, and ultimately, at the end of the day, my business, like you said, my job is to make sure the trash gets taken to the curb and back. Your job as, you know, as a manager or the owner of the company is if you have 25 properties, are you going to be, you know, are you, are you okay with 25 properties or do you want more? Right. And you're going to go out there and go get more, right? So when you go get 30 properties now, you can get those extra five properties too. So I'm not really a marketing company, right? I just got to make sure that my job is done really well. So it makes your job, you know, really well. You're the rainmaker. I want you to go get more properties. I want you to get the 50 properties. I want to encourage you to get to a hundred properties. If you need more money on lending, if you need more money on other partnerships that can help create win-win-wins, because I can now help you get from 25 to 50 I just increased my market share in your, you know, in your market by 25 more properties. And all I did was, you know, so that's my business consulting background. I don't ever think about it as trash. I think of it as how do I help you get bigger than where you are right now and then return selfishly? It's going to help me. And that's, and then look at the end of the day, like if I can now add in pool monkey or the can, you know, junk removal or can cleaning or all these other services that we're adding, it's back, it's, you know, behind, but at the end that's what I wanted to j- jump into because I did notice a pool monkey was is a, a newer, but it's just an and I mean it makes sense a, yeah. a, an extension to the services you're offering for you know trash removal. Now it's it's you know it, I'm at my assumption and I didn't look at the website full disclosure yeah. um, that you're doing pool cleanings and and but you're also doing hot tubs and um you know that makes sense. All these things are again yeah. free so, and headache. Like this is stuff like these services are things that are neglected not necessarily on by choice but they're neglected because it's a pain in the ass right. and and there it's a bandwidth issue for for the you know if you think about the maintenance and operations team and all they have to do already to now to go ahead and add this extra thing that they have to think about and it's not something like pool the pool side of it it's not with every you know trash is with with every property right right pool is it hot tub is it you right. know so it's again it's something that you know if your tech stack isn't aligned, it's harder to go ahead and monitor and make sure that everything's going. And if it's something that you can just handle for them, seems and like a no-brainer. You're right. And the pool pool came uh, an idea from during COVID when we, you know, had lost, started losing some properties during the cans during March, April, May of 2020. What we realized that no one was stopping using their pools. So, mm-hmm. you know, recession-proof and trying to add these other revenue streams during the pandemic, we're like, why don't we start yeah. Pool Monkey? So that's what yeah. how that's kind of how Pool Monkey started. And what we do is we partner with other people in the industry that already specialize in that. So what we do is we create the Pool Monkey name. We have Pool Monkey. Yes, we're a business. We clean, and we partner with another pool company that is specializing in pools. And we leverage our relationships. So we have we have a whole community right now of you know Airbnb short term rental managers owners. We know where they live, we know where they don't live. So the clients that don't live here that maybe live in Washington or live in another state, they probably need more eyes on their pools than other company other owners. I have all that data. I have all that data where I know where all my owners that live in Washington that have a house here, I should reach out to them about pool service. You know, I so that's where it's really strategic on our end. It's not we're not just trying to grow the, a big pool company. It's really strategic on that aspect. My one thing is Cam Monkey. And if I, as long as I can keep growing Cam Monkey, Pool Monkey will keep growing as well. Yeah. So it's one of those concepts, though, that you said, though, it, it kind of gave me this. I'm a doer. It was in the beginning. I'm, I'm just trying to do it. Like, and to your point, that's what I found out is that this industry is so, so new. And there's a lot of holes that people could come fill in. And when I realized that the, even the pools, there's pool companies that didn't want to touch, you know, Airbnbs. They don't want, they don't, they already know the headaches. They don't want the headaches. You know, I already knew those headaches. I'm like, no, I'll take those headaches on. You know, I see what that is. Like, let me see. I can help that client now with multiple different things. Already in their backyard. I see there's trash issues. 
I know, you know, I can now say like, I'm cleaning the pool. I can say, hey, we can, I'm trying to see how I leverage one business for the other business. And so most, if not all our clients, our pool monkeys are camel clients too. So it, it works out well that if I'm already back there, like I said, with pools, I can see that there's trash issues yeah. um, and, and vice versa. Yeah. Awesome. Super, super awesome. I, I know we're running out of time here. Um, so I wanted to go ahead and I, I want to, I want to put a scenario out for you. There's, uh, there's a company that has 250 units. They're in a market that you are not in. How do they, A, get a hold of you and, and talk about, you know, you coming into their market? And what is that, what is that breaking point? Like how many units do you need in a market for it to be, to make sense for you to go into it? Good question. So what we're looking for, I'm never, I'm not in the business of losing money, but I can get started in a new market with 25 to 30 properties uh, within a 20 mile radius. And am I making money on that? It's not really, I'm not making money on that. That's, you know, I'm losing money, but I know my confidence now that if I can get that to 60, I know that I can break even. If I know I'm getting that to a hundred, I know I can make a little bit more money. So like, I know my end, if someone calls me it's 250 properties, it'd be like, I need the addresses. If I put them in my uh, algorithm in our application that we have, it'll route them out. It'll let me know how many can runners I need, what days the routes need to be done. It gives me all the information I need to let me know if I can even do that market, if it even makes sense. And if it comes out that it makes sense, then we can do it. Then I said, look, I get this done. I can get started within 10 to 14 days from when I get the addresses of getting can runners running your routes less than, four, less than two weeks. It's unbelievable. I love it. Hey, so if you're listening, which I know you are, and you're having trash issues, hit up Cam Monkey, hit us up, but we can go ahead and and give a an introduction. We're happy to do so. Hey, man, thanks so much for joining yeah, us. Man, like, this, we, this is super great. cool. I think you're you're obviously you know you're onto something. You're crushing it, and I and I'm excited to see. Uh, I want I want you back on uh, when when you've doubled. Yeah, and, and I I think my guess is it's going to be before the end of next year. Yeah. That's that's my guess. Safe bet. Let's that's, do it. That's good. All right, man. Hey, congrats again. Thanks so much. There'll be a link to uh, Can Monkey and Pool Monkey on the website. If you haven't liked and leaving a, left us a review, uh, please go ahead and do so. You know, go to there'll be a, go to Apple Podcasts, go to YouTube, whatever you want to go ahead. Leave a review. Give us five stars if you like what you're listening to. Leave an actual written review. That would help us out tremendously. Uh, again, thanks so much for joining us and, uh, until next time, man. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.